Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and listen to the radio. You always listen to the radio. Our lives are ruined already. You still have a chance to grow up and be somebody. Fasten your seatbelt. Going to be a bumpy night. But tonight it's different world. If you're there, speak to me. Jay Talking, Bradley J. WBZ News Radio 1030. WBZ, Bradley J. You are Jay Talking. We're live midnight to five. Kevin Spacey makes a court appearance for sexual assault charges. And here to sort that out for us and with us is Michael Coyne, Dean Michael Coyne of the Massachusetts School of Law. Thanks for joining us, sir. Now, what is Kevin Spacey charged with exactly? Uh, he is charged with indecent sexual assault for his activities in uh, one of the nightclubs down on Nantucket last year. And uh, and uh, this means that you have to prove that there was an offensive or immoral touching uh, without consent of another individual. And that's uh, what the uh, alleged victim has said took place in that nightclub as they were drinking together is that Kevin Spacey actually actually groped him in an offensive way, um, and now it'll be up at some point to the jury to determine whether, in fact, that took place or not. Now, what is Kevin Spacey alleging happened, or is he has he gone that far yet? No, he has not gone so far as to really describe the activities or to suggest that it never happened. I think the best it gets from what we've seen from his uh, defense, his advocates and the like, is that whatever took place within the club at that point was consensual. Uh, The young man, while young, was nonetheless 18 years old, so he was of the age where he could have consented to whatever it is that took place. And I think ultimately there'll be both parts of that uh, defense that we're likely to see is that uh, whatever took place was not uh, um, uh, against the uh, person's will, and it wasn't offensive. It was uh, whatever took place was a consensual uh, activity, uh, even if it amounted to a touching. It wasn't uh, the offensive touching that would be required under the act. What transpired? yesterday exactly Yeah, well, yesterday is the the first step in a months-long process. What happens uh, when criminal cases start like this is the defendant is brought into court. It's called an arraignment. He is arraigned on the charges, uh, and and this is a single charge of um, uh, assault and battery, uh, indecent assault and battery. And so he then chooses to plead either guilty or not guilty. He pled not guilty. And then the court has to decide uh, what, if any, conditions the defendant should be released on. And um, the prosecution didn't ask for bail, uh, which is not surprising. I don't think that uh, there's a, a likelihood uh, that there's any concern uh, that money is going to require him to be present. Uh, So the court 
the only condition they set is that he should stay away and have no contact with the victim, which is pretty, pretty customary uh, with respect to bail. I think the court could have set additional conditions for bail, which to me, the, the, the one that's most unusual is with a defendant uh, like Kevin Spacey, who is both the means, uh, certainly significant uh, financial assets, and the motive. I mean, at 59 years old, no one wants to face a potential felony charge with a resulting conviction in jail time, that he does have uh, the ability to flee. We've seen other defendants. In fact, even within Massachusetts, we had an Uber driver last year charged with rape, uh, was able to obtain his release on bail and then fled the country to avoid the charges. I think it's a little surprising to me that the court didn't require him to surrender his passport as a condition of release. Uh, But the prosecution did and ask for it either, even though the judge prompted them, did they want any restrictions on his travel and the like? So uh, that struck me as odd, and I uh, hope it doesn't turn problematic, but we do know in some of these cases, uh, even with a defendant who's got no prior record, um, and maybe especially when you have a defendant with no prior record, uh, the thought of incarceration uh, and spending some of your final years in jail uh, can cause you to do some strange things, which would include fleeing uh, potential prosecution with his passport uh, still in his possession. He has a much easier time, obviously, doing that. Does Kevin Spacey seem defiant to you? And is that, if so, work for him or against him or is it neither way? Uh, Well, you know, he has given some odd statements with respect to he he released a video. And today, I think a number of people have commented uh, on that his behavior in court was a little uh, more lighthearted than one would expect to see from a criminal defendant uh, facing a felony charge. And also, for someone who acting is his living at the minimum, even if he wasn't taking it as seriously as he should, he should have been instructed by his attorneys not to be smiling or laughing or, or smirking in, his, in court and to to really be much more somber or solemn. And I think that was a little surprising to as you watched it, that um, he should have appeared um, a little more somber uh, than at times he, he looked. And, and so I don't know whether it's arrogance, uh, nervous uh, fear, the tension as a result of the first time charges. But I think he, uh, I think that his, his um, appearance could have been uh, a little more consistent with the seriousness of the charges, because I think some people took it uh, that perhaps he didn't see necessarily how serious this was and the risk of incarceration that he faced, even if um, any long-term incarceration. He only faces a sentence of uh, either two and a half to five years, with the judge having so much discretion that it doesn't have to be a sentence uh, of jail time at all. It could be um, uh, release on probation and things like that. And um, and so uh, one would expect, one should have expected that he would behave uh, uh, with a little more s- uh, seriousness appropriate to the, 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 the significant charge he faces. What's the timeline look like going forward? 
Yeah, this is just the first step in a months-long process. I think we're likely to see that this case will be resolved within 2019, um, but there's a long time between January and, and next December. Uh, the next hearing itself will take place in March, and what they're going to focus on early and what they were able to get is an order from the court today requiring the preservation of all electronic evidence. Uh, um, the Snapchat videos that they would have exchanged, the text messages that both the victim and his then-girlfriend uh, exchanged, all of the text messages, as you think about it, from the, the victim might have uh, exchanged with anyone over the course of the next six months. I mean, you and I have discussed that in the context of other cases uh, these days, but the, the smoking gun is oftentimes not the, the, a pistol found at the scene, but it is the uh, electronic data that's found. We saw it um, in the Marathon bombing case. Uh, we saw it in Aaron Hernandez's case, is that uh, now the many cases approved um, through the information that's on our smartphones and in our computers. And so the defendant asked that all of that evidence uh, and information be preserved until they've had the time to uh, gather it, examine it, and determine whether it's exculpatory or not such that they want to use it. Um, and what we'll see in the next few months over the course of, say, the next three or four is them fighting or arguing or gathering that, that electronic evidence. Uh, and then um, the next step in that would be really to set the trial date. And, and I would expect that we're looking at a trial date sometime in the fall uh, of 2019. I don't see as a defendant... Uh, especially a defendant of his fame. If you if you saw what the courthouse looked like today in the streets around the courthouse in what should be a pretty sleepy Nantucket come January, uh, it was crowded. There was international press there. Uh, there's no reason why the defendant would want to go to trial in June, July, or August during the busiest times of Nantucket's uh, year. Uh, my guess is that uh, even though the case could potentially be tried, then the defendant would want to put it off to the fall, maybe November, maybe even December, when people are in a little more of a, a holiday or charitable mood, um, that either look at trying the case come next November or December, or starting to look seriously at whether there's a prospect of a plea that uh, the defendant can live with and the prosecution can live with as well. What did you make of... Kevin Spacey's jaunty attire. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I, I, it did strike me as uh, um, not inappropriate, but again, a little more casual and um, California than a um, New England courtroom charged with a sex crime. Um, and um, and I don't know, I, maybe that's just the way, maybe it's just a difference between East Coast and West Coast. Uh, but a simple white shirt with a you know solid color, uh, substantial tie, um, without the, without the uh, Mr. Rogers vest might have looked a little more appropriate for New England courtroom. But it it did it did strike me, and maybe it shouldn't. But um, uh, I mean, again, he's an actor and he's in in the entertainment industry, so maybe it shouldn't have been something we even observed and noted. But I did. And I did think again that um, that may well be the difference between um, 
Los Angeles and uh, New England. But uh, again, I think that could have that could have used more work. It may what we may well see it use a little more work before um, the case gets tried in December. Thank you very much, Dean Michael Coyne, Massachusetts School of Law. And we'll see you next week. Yep, we will. Okay. We'll see, it's always a pleasure. Thanks, Bradley. Thanks, Dean. That was another Jay Talking Podcast. If you loved what you heard, like and review the show. It helps others find us. Subscribe to the Jay Talking Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and never miss an episode. Follow me on Twitter for show updates. And as always, you can catch the show live every weeknight starting Sunday, midnight to 5 on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.